Hello and welcome to the Front 3 podcast, although it's only the Front 2 this week. It is, yeah. It's We're missing the, yeah. the Prince. The Prince of Rome is off educating the youth of today and tutoring because he's such a stand-up gentleman his like that. second calling after his second his sports call. Exactly. Uh, fresh off his appearance on Eggheads, would you believe? <laughs> uh, so catch that out in BBC iPlayer. Check it out, the big man. The big man was on there. Um, so it's just myself, Phil and, and Brenton. Hello, Brenton. Hello. Um, bringing you a Front 3 podcast Full of European delights. It really was one of those, like, isn't it? <laughs> uh, before we get into it, was that the maddest uh, quarterfinal knockout stage of uh, the Champions League, European Cup, whatever uh, you can think of? It is like, and one was mentioned um, earlier on in Miguel Delaney's article. His superb was, article. Yeah, check it out. Um, which was 2003 4. Which I have no qualms in bringing up um, because the Blues were involved. Um, but certainly in um, our lifetime, um, well, my lifetime, anyway, do you know what I mean? Um, it's apart from that one, it's it's the quarterfinals that I, I mean, the last 10 years don't really stick out, like nothing else. Like, um, but I mean, well, I'll say all four ties, maybe minus the, the Barons of Ea one, which. I don't really know what happened because the other ones were so ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah, they're all absolutely outstanding. Uh, before as well, we, we get into it here. We just have to remind you about our competition, Breton. Let everyone know about our competition. Yes, um, competition is on our Facebook page. Um, just scroll down to the competition post and like, share, and comment underneath um, a Premier League shirt of your choice. And we'll get that out to one of you before the end of the season. Hopefully. Yeah, we're trying to get to 500 uh, followers, so make sure you follow our page as well. And then we're going to buy one of you a Premier League top of your choice. Um, and we get that sorted, then we'll maybe do a World Cup one as well. So big help. And if you yeah. even if you have done the competition, share it again when you see it. And um, hopefully we'll get a winner before the end of uh, the season. But uh, the European season is <laughs> into the massive crunch time now. Semi-finals, we all know who's there now. But this week's football, as we were just saying there, was absolutely bonkers for the Sevilla Bayern game. Yeah. We'll start with Man City v Liverpool. Yeah, the cha- the Champions League is alive and well, isn't it? Like, yeah. it, it really is. People do say it's the best competition in the world, but after those quarterfinals, you can see why. Like, the quality, the quality of football, you know, and the quality of competition is what I'm trying to get at too. Yeah. <laughs> because after some of those first legs you thought all over all over and yeah. obviously that was not the case um, <laughs> and even as you said we're talking about Liverpool Man City first like even in that first half of the second leg like I'm sure you were quaking a little like, so heart beating I, uh, I, got, I went over and watched it with Big Dave um, the lead member of the Virgil van Dijk fan club uh, and obviously Shout Andrew Dave. hello Dave and Andrew Ryan. hello Andrew and so three Liverpool mad men sitting in, in my parents front living room watching the match and that first half I literally felt I'm 29 years of age I felt 59 when it was over I actually <laughs> thought I feel like I had, might have had a stroke during that half and I should probably went and got checked out because it was just if that had been the Man City playing another team I would have been Absolutely stunned and amazed by how good they were playing. Yeah. Only my only criticism for them would have been they didn't really create a load of clear cut chances. Yeah. They hit the post. They scored very early. Um. I do think it was a foul on Van Dijk, but it was a very soft foul. I think Van Dijk should have really just bossed Sterling out of the road. Mm-hmm. He went over to try and win the foul. Yeah. 
Um, in his head, he, he thought, I'm winning this fight yes. and we'll get a free out yeah. and settle um, things. And when he sh- what he should have done was just stand up and, and probably clear it down the line. But that's one th- the only thing he's really done wrong at Liverpool. It didn't matter in the end. But what was so noticeable, see when that ball was won back, not only did the ball boy spring from nowhere and fired in, ball hits to Fernandinho, one touch, bang. And the ball straight through um, to Sterling. He fizzes across and Jesus scores. And that's the start man that he wanted. Yeah. And the neutrals all wanted. Yeah, well, obviously after that first leg and um, a lot of people were saying, you know, Liverpool will score and the tie's over and the rest of it. Like, obviously as a neutral, you want to see, you know, just want to see Liverpool counter to the finish. Like, you want to see some <laughs> good football. And City were always going to produce that anyway. And that early goal probably got the fans behind them as well to think, okay, right, maybe this is actually possible. Um, and probably after how early that first goal was, uh, the thought, you know, we've a lot of time here to, to go and get that second and third and uh, bring it the extra time or, or even win the game. Um, but it didn't quite happen that way. I mean, Liverpool seemed like they didn't know what was going on for the first 10, 15 minutes maybe. What did you make of Pep's selection? It was bold. Um, it was bold, but I mean, not a s- massive surprise because he sort of done it before um, with Bayern against Barca. I would have picked Aguero over Jesus. Yeah, I know Jesus scored and Aguero didn't. Like, but well, I mean, Jesus did score, but he did very little else apart from that. Yeah. Um, and that's it. It was put on a plate for him, really. Um, you'd have scored that, like. Well, not against Liverpool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I thought... It was. I thought it was bold, but it was what he needed to do. Really, yeah. he's three 0 down. Like, yeah, you have to go out and attack. Um, and it's it's gonna be no surprise to Liverpool that you're going out and attack. It's mm. what I mean. Like, it's not like he sprung some tactical genius upon them. Um, I thought it was. I I mean I said um after the first leg the company was a bit of a liability. I thought and against United as well. Mm-hmm. Um. I just think he's maybe over that just over that hill a wee bit. Um and then the problem is without company there, Odomandi seems to His head completely falls off. Yeah. He needs He he looks really good in all on all games unless he's playing against Liverpool it seems. <laughs> this season, like I don't know he, he's had a he's had a really good season, I think, Odomandi. But then and United wasn't great He wasn't great against United in the Derby. Man City didn't have a great week. Mm. But especially like when Mo Salah runs at him, his his head just seems to just like go in a bobble and then just kipe off the back. It's like the first goal, obviously they get it and then they're they're on the charge. And you said the first ten fifteen minutes, Liverpool didn't know where they were. I think the whole up until up until the disallowed goal, Liverpool weren't didn't like they were sort of just spinning. They were sort of looked they looked as if they'd been frozen. Yeah. They didn't look themselves at all. And then the goal is disallowed, and it, I don't I still don't know why it was. Disallowed. There was talk last night on one of the radio stations that maybe it was Jesus was offside from the original crossing when Carlos comes out and clears it, and then it was a delayed reaction. I'm not sure. I think that's just a way of sort getting of around it, getting yeah. around and and keeping the saving the referee from it, who is oh, by all accounts just loves drama. Yeah. Um. So the first, the second goal is disallowed. As Steam Jarrett says, we get lucky when that happened. We were in the house, and I said to uh, Dad and Andrew, "We're going to win this now." We're winning this, like it's gonna happen. 
we're we're getting that well, that luck. We're winning this. Yeah, you sort of know when it's your night, sort of thing. Like. And it sort of felt he just before halftime. It sort of felt like Liverpool as well. Like sort of went all right, okay. You know, we got away with this, and then they went and Chamberlain had that chance. Mm. And as Klopp said afterwards, that was the only one thing they did. The only thing they did the whole first half was, in attacking t- terms, yeah. was that chance for Oxford Chamberlain. Uh, Pep obviously loses the plot and gets sent off. Klopp makes his changes and speaks to them or whatever he does at half time and it's like a completely different Liverpool team came out the second half actually it was a completely different Liverpool team came out in the first half from what was in the previous leg um, and then a completely different Liverpool team not the same one as the first leg no but a different team in the second half it was half. a more clinic, like ruthless sort of felt like a, they actually looked like they believed they were they should be so far in front. They should have been three one. They should be three one in front. We're actually three one in front here. You're not getting past us, and this is it. Thought the three boys in midfield in the second half were all superb. Mm. Um, and it was interesting actually. Barney Roney, Barney Roney in the Guardian wrote an article um about is is Pep a fraud because that's that's labelled at Guardiola all the time fraudulent and the bald fraud. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting that in the last three games. He's played Liverpool twice in Manchester United. His two biggest rivals, two closest rivals, really. I know Spurs might finish ahead, but such yeah. as, and they've had three times more passes, completed passes than than Liverpool and Manchester United. Three times completed passes, right? But Liverpool and Manchester United players have dribbled past City's players four or five more times in the last three games. Yeah. So it was almost as if Klopp and what Barney Rooney was saying it was very true. When he said that there actually had a point in my head today, and I was looking at it and thinking about it. The Mourinho and Klopp just thought, well, he's going to try and bop this round us, so we don't really want the ball. I need the ball to fight around. We're going to get. We're going to run past you, yeah. and that was so evident in the second half. As soon as you knew Aldam got the ball in the second half, he skipped round De Bruyne and he went back and bombed it back to Carius. And I, you just felt the whole Liverpool eleven were like, ah, that's it. We can yeah. do this. And then they score. Salah's goal is wild. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it really is. It's. I know people have been sort of making uh, comparisons to Messi and Ronaldo and saying like, where is Salah in, in comparison to them? But it was the first goal that I saw that I thought that Messi would do that. Like, do you know what I mean? It was that just nip, so calm, like never passed the keeper and just lifted over um, Automandi. It was Automandi, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you know that way. It's actually the same sort of finish that um, Messi had against Bayern when he made Boateng fall, fall over. Yeah. Yeah. It's that same finish. Only um, it was Neuer and that's and, and not on Mandy like obviously, but um, that's and then he he went over to the fans and just put his two arms out like there Stone. you go like that's yeah that's what you expect from me yeah. and I've delivered, um, but yeah it's that it's interesting that about Pep and his teams, um, I'm as you know like I'm not a massive Pep Guardiola fan I obviously admire I admire his coaching he's won in the game and I find him quite arrogant. Mm. And that's not a slag about him. I f- like there are arrogant people and players that have played for Liverpool before. There are Chelsea, you know, such whatever. Like yeah. these are the top of their game. Like Ronaldo's arrogant, but he's absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Um, but I, we went the same obviously in the waterfront that time. And he just came. I came away from thinking he he he. And it's been said actually as well that when he's in a room, he almost he almost looks as if he thinks I'm smarter than all of you. Right. And it's sometimes you you get that when he's coaching that I'm I'm smarter than all of you. And, and even sometimes the things he says aren't. You know, wouldn't support that claim that he's arrogant, but the way he's saying it, yeah, is as if I'm only saying this so that I don't sound arrogant. But really, I do think that I, you know, I'm the best manager in the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it yeah. comes across. Maybe it's not like that, but it comes across that way to me. 
Um, but Liverpool, uh, you know, you mentioned there about um, them not having to pass it around. A man said he passing it around them, and you don't need to do that. You can just dribble past the player. Yeah. Um, I really noticed that. Obviously, it, it's quite easy to do that with play, when the players like Salah, Mane, Firmino who do that week in week out. You know, with the pacey players. But you know, you even saw it in the second half with the the likes of Trent doing what, it, yeah. and Milner can do it too. Do you know what I mean? Like, what, what Milner a, was absolutely outstanding <laughs> both legs. Yeah, like he doesn't get the praise he deserves. Nah, he he'll go down as a cult hero. I think it also if we if we do manage Liverpool do manage to win the Europe, or the Champions League European Cup this year, like he will. And as you said, just um, running that extra wee bit more, like not not even off the. I know this is the examples I'm going to give is off the ball, but. Firmino running back after Kevin De Bruyne. He wins that ball. The ball goes to Wijnaldum. He fires at Chamberlain. Chamberlain's pass absolutely splits Man City. Ma- Salah, Mane, Mane, Salah, 1 0. Game yeah. over. It, yeah, 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 100%. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's that work like, and Firmino's always had it in him, like, but it just didn't think it was going to happen in the first half. I don't know. It, it might have been the early goal that knocked Liverpool off. Yeah. And that. Sort of Which like the fact that we came back as Liverpool fan, you just have to be nothing but absolutely buzzing by what what could happen, um the rest of this season. Five one and aggregate Liverpool ended up winning. So I know people are saying, oh, this like goal could have changed the game. I um this is going to sound really bad, but I think we deserve to go through in the end. We thumped them away and did enough at Anfield. Yeah. Um, we were. I I just I, like it's it's easy to say now, but I just have a feeling we're going to score anyway in the night. Yeah, um, a much better team. Three out of the four halves. Like. Yeah. If, three out of four quarters, if you want to put it that way. Like. Yeah, so shock avoided in Manchester. Mm-hmm. However, on the same night, on Tuesday night, yeah, in Rome, there was quite the turnaround. There was. I obviously wasn't watching that match. I was fully focused on what was happening in Manchester. Just seeing their scores flash up. So I had to watch the highlights back. Madness. Absolute chaos. <laughs> chaos, like, of the highest order. <laughs> but, again, um, first legs... Obviously, we were watching Liverpool Man City mm-hmm. both legs. Um, seen extended highlights of both, um, and the first leg, even though it was four-one, Roma did not deserve that scoreline. No, they a bit re- like Chelsea didn't. Yeah, exactly. And it's been said sort of a lot about Barca this year that they've been grinding out the results, even though they haven't been playing the the well, whatever the Barcelona way is. Um, but they've had those results, and definitely two of them were against Chelsea. Um, Chelsea, uh, especially at home, like Chelsea, they would work four times over the tie, like yeah. Um, so that was unfair on Roma after the first leg. Um, but you still thought, obviously, that Barca would just yeah. Roma haven't conceded at home in the Champions League this year. They played. Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, Shakhtar, Donetsk, and I Barcelona. That's wild, I know that. Yeah. Um, obviously, I bought a Roma top six weeks ago, knowing that Roma were going to be kings of Europe <laughs> if Liverpool weren't. Um, but, like, you were talking earlier, you were saying a good point about Firmino chasing back for uh, De Bruyne, and that stopped an attack and led to a Liverpool attack. Mm-hmm. The first goal from De Rossi, who looks like he's he's smoking cigars, and drinking, he looks like Miguel Jimenez <laughs> um, from golf. He he's able to stroll in. Messi and Suarez, he don't associate this with. Both just let him walk on in to a pass, chips it across, and Jack, who had an unbelievable night, mm. 
finishes it and that sets it off. It was really like, it's almost if Barcelona were just like, mm, we're yeah. gonna go three anyway. And um, for for it being Iniesta's sort of sponsor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there wasn't that sort of ruthlessness that you're used to seeing, certainly with any team that Iniesta's playing for Barcelona. Um, obviously the one I remember is Iniesta actually scoring at Stamford Bridge. Um, to put Chelsea out. And they didn't have that feel about them, you know. Uh, it was as if there was always going to be opportunities for Roma after that first goal, which was early as well, um, a bit like the Man City goal. Um, and Barca created nothing themselves, which is really strange. Yeah. Uh, didn't make a sub till the 80th minute either. Yes, like, they? they only kicked in uh, when they knew. They, were, they needed to, yeah. do you know what I mean? When they were 3 0 down, basically. Um, and it was too late. Like. It was a scary moment for Roma, I'm sure, when um, Messi somehow bottled the ball through. Uh, yeah, even today I was watching the highlights and I still think he's going to score there. Yeah, don't you? Like? Yeah. Um, just the fact that it's Messi and the fact that he got through about three or four of them and then um, couldn't get through the fifth. Uh, but yeah, I mean, fair play to Roma, like. Any time I saw them twice, obviously this season, and um, they were really impressive. Especially the, I suppose it was a mini comeback against Chelsea when um, they were getting beaten. Jacko was obviously instrumental in that as well. Yeah, I'm sure he is um, loving his decision to stay in Rome instead of coming to London now. Like. Yeah, for now anyway. Yeah, see for now in the summer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was impressive. Do you um, do you think? And we'll, we'll we'll discuss more in this, but do you think do you think Roma have a chance? I mean, I think any team has a chance yeah. in, in yeah. a semi final. Anything can happen. Like, yeah. um, suppose in this part of the world, people are thinking, especially Liverpool fans, that um, it's sort of fate. Their names written on it after. We'll get more into this after we talk about Wednesday's game and the Baron game. Obviously, no disrespect to Baron, but even the Baron and Sevilla fans are watching what was going on in Madrid. Yeah. Um. There's an argument that every the, of the last four teams, all four of them, their names are already wrote on the trophy. You yeah. know what I mean? It's sort of fate. Like, Jupp Hankins is back at Bayern, and they were doing so poorly for them. I think they were 11 points behind in this league when he took over. Now they look like Bayern, the Bayern you'd expect. Uh, Real Madrid, we're going to talk about that in a minute. They've won Get, the league. They've, they, they've won not, the league. Not Real Madrid, Bayern, I mean. Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, Real Madrid... Uh, get a penalty which we'll talk about in a minute uh, Liverpool obviously on their club do what they did against Man City and just seem to be scoring all around them and just the whole build up and what's going on and then Roma mm-hmm. do what they did on Tuesday night and it's the first time they've been in the semi-final since 1984 and all this here and it just sort of feels like every single one of them could argue literally our names on that trophy already yeah and all obviously big European clubs with big European history as well do you know what yeah. I mean it's going to sound mad because obviously my team's involved, but it's it's re- it's nice looking at that semi final lineup. Like you could take Liverpool out of that and you could put Chelsea into it, put Manchester United into it, Man City. Maybe not so Man City, no disrespect because they haven't been there before. You put Man United into it or Chelsea. Or it's nice to see, you know, it's sort of like oh, we've all been here before, yeah. And let's go again. But the only team that I think they haven't won it is maybe Roma. I don't think they've won the European Cup, but I mean the last time they were in the final, they were beaten by Liverpool in nineteen eighty four in Rome. I'm sure they'd want revenge for that. Mm. But before we get on to what's going to happen and, and the tomorrow's draw and, and who I possibly want and who you think would be the best days, Real Madrid last night without Ramos, um, 
at the back and a few other players missing. Got absolutely thumped all over the park for 81 minutes and then I think Juventus sort of just fell off a cliff. Yeah. Uh, all looked like they were going well out of Europe. Everyone else in Europe was laughing, apart from Madrid fans Everyone and people that don't like Juventus, obviously. Uh, everyone was loving it and said, this is this class, fair play to Juventus. We have another comeback, another Italian team comeback from 3-0 down. This is wild. And then Real Madrid get a penalty. Mm. On the 92nd minute, with 90, 92 minutes and 50 seconds of 93 minutes meant to be played, they get a penalty. When it first happened, I thought, not a chance that's a penalty, because the way Vasquez went down, it looked very, very soft. And I was annoyed as well, because I was like, again, how do they get this? Um, I wanted extra time and penalties. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, it was a penalty. <laughs> yeah, it is a penalty. It I watched is. it back. Yeah. It is a penalty. There's no arguing with it. Like it's it, look, it, people can say it's soft, and it it's, it is soft. He didn't like actually run over the top of him the way Vasquez fell down. It is a penalty. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then Buffon explodes. It's just, as you said, like his head falls off, clean off his shoulders. It's sad to see, like, isn't it? But I mean, again, I don't think there's an argument. It's a red card. Like, oh, it is. People have been arguing that, oh, and and certainly Buffon argued and said this case afterwards about how it's uh, the romance and the emotion of football. You don't understand and different things and send me off and to give it a penalty. You cannot award in a penalty or not award in a penalty because of romance of football. You cannot do that. Yeah, you just can't. I mean, if this was Juventus, if this shoe was the other foot. Do you exactly. know what I mean? Or if it was Juventus not against it was Juventus against Rome or Juventus against uh, Liverpool or Sovereign or whoever and, and the penalty was given the other way you'd be going what is going on? It's just because Real Madrid everyone's thinking Real Madrid getting an all lucky decision <coughs> it's completely not the case. Like when you think and then the, as if the referee or the referee's board or whatever is going to come out after and say oh, didn't give that decision because of the romance of the cup. Exactly. Like, you would go <laughs> mad. Yeah. I wish you would. I, I do like it's not a lucky... Everyone knows what he means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a lucky penalty. It was definitely a penalty. But it's Real Madrid just get the luck where some idiot fouls someone and gives them a penalty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the Real Madrid and the fucking European Cup, it's like it's like they were born together. Just they We're going to win each other all the time, be with each other all the time. Yeah. Um, you so can't that, blame Real Madrid for it. Like. No, they did nothing wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like. Basque, if Vasquez played for Liverpool, I'd want him to do the same thing. You need to win. It's a game of football. You want to win. Yeah. But even, like, <coughs> you know it's a penalty because, like, it's just, it's so awkward. And even though, yes, Vasquez does make a bit he, out of he it. He does brilliantly to win it. But how is he going to score? And he knows he's not going to score. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you look at his face, he's like, because for a start, Ronaldo parachutes in, they uh, head the ball. Yeah, for where right, he yeah. came from. Again. Parachutes in, they head the ball. And then when it goes and bounces, falls to Vasquez, he has, he's filled his trunks. Because he know he's like, why are you hitting this to me? And why are you not coming back to get this? And he's looking at Ronaldo, he's looking at the ball, and Ronaldo's thinking, no, I want you to hit this, not me. And he is up. And the ball is at an awkward, oh, terrific. Where it's sort of above your hip, but it's yeah. not quite at your chest. Yeah, sort of he's going to miss this, and then the Madrises are going to go wild, and like the whole his whole life must have stopped and stood still. And then Benatia nudges him yeah. and tries to kick him in the face. Yeah. Or well, he's trying to get the ball, but, uh, and that's it. He, he gets to get out of jail card. Yeah. And then his mate Ronnie... That's one of the best penalties in a pressure situation I've ever seen. He does what he does. Like. Oh my goodness me. He just thumped it right in. Like it went up 
under the crossbar and then took off at a straight line into the back thing. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a pressure penalty if he had to take it straight away. But add on another four minutes of him that standing Juventus there. were being absolute, excuse my language, shithouses as yeah. well, which you would do yourself. Chiellini in the voice. Oh, and Chiellini was walking around saying you've bribed and you've paid this, which is ironic from Juventus, to be fair. Um, and all this here, and, and Chesney takes the knees to come on. Then as soon as he comes on, he goes straight to Ronaldo. Yeah. And, and, he, and he gives it the big... Don't worry, G. G. Buffon. I'm gonna look after you. I'm gonna save it. Not a, he didn't get anywhere near. Nobody would have got anywhere near. It. No, G. G. Buffon wasn't the either. No, um, Ronaldo, who you love, obviously he's one of your favourites. And I'm starting to really love. I just think he's. And I might get us in the same final. I might love him, <laughs> but to, to do that and the people in his face and he had his head down. It was strange as well, because you've seen for the first time I can remember since he was younger, since maybe year 2004, you've seen Ronaldo feel pressure. On his face, he looked for a minute or two like, uh oh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And there was a few <sighs> yeah. of those. Yeah. Um which you know, obviously as a penalty taker and you've time to think, that's that's the last thing you want is time to think when you're about to hit a penalty. <laughs> I know from experience hitting them, like it's it's a woeful experience. Yeah. Um But I mean, he clearly had made his mind up where he was putting it and he had the the balls like to put it there. Oh my goodness! And it was it was fantastic. Like and then you saw the relief. A lot of it probably is relief when he he takes the top off and just tenses and shows that magnificent that physique that uh, physique, is being yeah. questioned now on social media. Is um what's been what's behind that? Is there anything behind? I really hope. And pray there isn't anything about that. I think there's that. like 5,000 setups a day behind it. There's, there's I hope there's it. something like that there. I'm not naive enough to know to think that there's that you know there could be anything going on. It's it's professional sport, unfortunately. It's riddled with stuff. Um, but he sticks that away. Madrid go through yet again. Ronaldo gets another penalty to score. And yet again, Madrid are in the semi-finals of the, Euro, of the European Cup Champions League. And Ronaldo scores again in the Champions League this season. Yeah. He's 15 goals now in the Champions League. Um... Special. So he he, oh, he's, he is he is now he's quite he's quite good at the old football. So the other semi the other quarter final was Bayern v Sevilla. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. That ended nil nil. Um, Bayern just sort of kept Sevilla at bay and, and ended up coasting them down. Sevilla did hit the crossbar from the Benega uh, free kick, but apart from that, there they didn't look or didn't seem to be troubled. I've only just seen a glimpse of highlights. I didn't get to see the game. I just read more about it. Um, but the four semi finalists now: Roma, Liverpool. Bayern Munich and Real Madrid. Tasty. Tasty indeed. Do you, do you in your head do you think anyone's a clear winner or is it just all up for grabs? Um you ha- based on um history recent history, you would have to have Real Madrid as favourites. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think even you would say that that's Truly. Oh, they they are favourites, yeah. yeah. I'd have the probably in the bookmakers they'd be favourites and then Bayern would probably be second and then Liverpool Roma. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a Real Madrid Liverpool final. Oof! I, I wanna. Last time that happened was nineteen eighty one. They played Munich in the semi finals. Liverpool won the European Cup that year. Played Munich in the semis and, and Madrid in the final. Yeah, and beat them. That'll be that'll be quite good. I'd like to avoid Real Madrid. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, 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 if all possible, but uh, no, I I don't I don't care who we get. Um, I think all three ties, whoever gets what well, all all whoever gets who is going to be two special games. Yeah. Um, 
Roma and Real Madrid, you could argue Roma could beat Real Madrid. Look what they did to Barcelona and, and in Rome, that'd be special. Bayern Munich, Liverpool, Liverpool could go at Bayern Munich face first, or Bayern Munich could just kill us. Yeah, uh, with Lewandowski, Robin, you know I mean? James Rodriguez, they've Javi Martinez at the back and midfield, and they've Mats Hummel and Jerome Boateng. Probably the best centre half pairing still in it, if not in the in world football together. Yeah, um, Ramos and Varane have to get a shout, but um, that's another thing is that I know you touched on it earlier on as well. But um, on Wednesday night, uh, Ramos was missing and got us. Standard yellow card in the first leg of the quarterfinal. Mm. Yeah. He'll also be missing if you if uh, do the do the right thing. He'll be missing the first leg of the semi final because he was suspended, but decided when it was one one nil, he was up in the in the stands. All good. It was lovely with James Bay hat on. No no problem. Nothing. Then obviously when it gets a bit squeaky bum time, he comes down. He's on the sideline. Then he's in the tunnel. He's not allowed to be there. Okay. Um. That Ralph or Chavi Alonso did that. Remember, Chavi Alonso bounced over the fence when Ramos scored against Atletico Madrid in, in Lisbon that year. Yeah, yeah. Very well, he got suspended for the first two games of the next year's competition. Now, I don't think Ramos will get a two game suspension and miss all of the semi final. This is Real Madrid, after all. Um, <laughs> I, but I think if if UEFA, and it's not me asking for him, is it, oh, I'll get him out so in case we get him. It's just if UEFA are going to follow the rules, then he's going to have to be suspended for the first game. Because he came on and supposedly he was arguing with Allegri. I didn't see all this because I was caught up in what the hell was going on on the pitch. Yeah. And I was waiting for Buffon to headbutt Michael Oliver. I was kind of hoping he did. <laughs> um, just for pure the crack, like so we could talk even more about it. But, yeah, he'll be suspended for the... Okay, that's interesting. That's one to keep an eye on. Like. Yes. Um, but You want Raymond Jade... The point I'm trying to make is that he, he is, a, is and would be for the semi-final a massive miss. Oh, 100%, yeah. And if that happened you would not gladly take Real Madrid but they would certainly be it's not like taking Ronaldo out of the team but it's certainly diminishing you know the quality like because I think I think they're yeah Ronaldo gets all the goals at one end but I think I think they're both as important to Real Madrid they're you, both the key figures for that, that team you sort of saw I mean um, it was a young under 21 centre back by yellow filling yeah. in um, and like no disrespect, but obviously he's not the player Ramos is, and not he doesn't yet, have no. the experience. No, no. You know, he may well become um, as as good, and um, but even with the the organization, the, the fact that the goals, obviously, um, Mandzukic. Well, the whole back four for Real Madrid last night weren't great. I would give Vallejo a bye ball because he's so young and actually thought that he was when it was three 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 all and I got three nil down, he was still looking for the ball, still looking to play front foot, out from the back, didn't seem nervous, didn't whatever, he was still looking to go, head was still up. So I give him that. I think the other three, they've been there before. Um they were very poor. And then Navas drops the ball in. And as soon as that happens you're thinking, ah David the head's going to Real Madrid in the summer. Yeah. Um, but luckily his his mate Ronaldo pulled him out of it. But Without the sort of technical look at it, do you know what I mean? Even the organisation point of view, all three, if I'm, right, I'm trying to remember, all three come from crosses. All three Juventus goals. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no Marshall in there. No. Sergio Ramos to organise them. And then, obviously, his quality, he, he clears the ball nine out of ten times. And then he can score from set pieces. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, <coughs> 
So you're missing that too mm. with Real Madrid, and it'd be very interesting if he's if he's missing for the first leg of a semi final because as we saw Liverpool, um, and Roma, I suppose, in, in one leg can can really hurt you. Yeah. I would I suspect if he's missing for the first leg, teams will want to try and go out and <laughs> get really at Madrid. Especially Liverpool, like you think what basically Liverpool would do what they try to do against Man City against Real Madrid. Just try to Blitz them at home. Blitz them. If you get the home tie first. I'm not sure what way I'd want it either. Mm. Um There's I, a lot of permutations, isn't there? Like Yes, a, se- a second leg semi final at Anfield uh would be pretty special. Uh, but it's the luck of the draw. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. I honestly don't mind who we get. Um, I was about to ask you, who do you want? Like, uh, there's not one I want mo- more. I want less than the others. I re- like Roma haven't conceded. I said it at home, like, <laughs> and and like I I know they've been poor recent weeks in the league and stuff, and they're they're leveling points with Lazio when they play Lazio. I think it's this weekend, which is just boogly. Um, that's a big match tonight in Europa League. But I I just think like. You know, Roma, like the way they came back there and that stadium's going to be absolutely rocking and pumping and then Anfield will be... I think that would be... And it's not me saying because it's not Bayern Munich or Juventus. I just think... Or Real Madrid, sorry. I just think that would be a really, really special two-legged game. Um, As long as we get them second at home. I think it'll be a really, really special game. And it's not... Honestly, I would... Bayern Munich be brilliant too and Real Madrid, whoever... But just in terms of atmosphere and the crowd and what can go on, I think Liverpool playing Roma in Rome and then Roma coming to Anfield, woof. Yeah. Two two sort of traditional football sides. Isn't it really? Like, I know when... You can't do anything about it, obviously, but there's history with those teams and, mm. and um, maybe with the likes of, of a Real Madrid. I know it's... Obviously, history in the Champions League, but they've they've had a lot of money injected in, and teams like Paris Saint Germain, Man City, Chelsea too. Like, mm-hmm. there's been money pumped into those clubs, like to to make them what they are. Um, and obviously, there's been money put into Roma and Liverpool, but yeah, we've spent seventy five million on the centre half. Yeah, there's sort of a, a, a traditional feel about those clubs, is what I'm trying to get. Yeah. At. Like, so you know, it would be special. Like all all ties would be special. But I know where you're coming from with the Roma one, like. I just think it'd be, I just, I just think whoever gets Roma is in for such a special night in Rome, regardless of the result. And listen, if they thump us, they thump us, it'll be heartbreaking, but it'll be memorable. Yeah. You know, whoever gets Roma, and same thing with Anfield, not me trying to be all oh, at Anfield, I think it'd be two special nights. The Bernabeu can be good and can be loud, and Munich the same, but it's just, it's not Dortmund, Munich, but still the same. But they're used to it, I think. They're yeah. used to it in Madrid and they're used to it in, in Munich. Munich. Yeah. So, and. Yes, Liverpool are used to it. They're not used to it recently. No. But and neither are Roma. Yeah. So the fans might be thinking, "This is our big chance." You know, mm-hmm. in the next ten years, we mightn't be here again. Yeah. So the atmosphere could be special. Yes, it could be very good, and hopefully, uh, the Prince of Rome earthquake will have a semi-final of Europa League to chat about next time he's on next week. Yeah, uh, looking forward to. In about twenty minutes' time, yeah. that's kicking off. Um. So that the the Champions League wild this week, brilliant. Absolutely not, but um, great. Like it's, it's what you want to see. And the yeah, well, you're neutral, so you've obviously been able to watch games and not have panic attacks. Yeah, there's there's uh, obviously you want your team to be there, but there's a certain feeling about just enjoying the football. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and not 
you know, having a heart attack every yeah. time the opposition attacks. That first half was the worst in my life. That's what uh, I mean. Not having chaos in my head my head was just mental. I want as much chaos as possible <laughs> yes you do I want as much chaos in the other semi-final as possible when they're uh, drawn um, but we have to We have, before we finish the pod we have to talk about the, obviously the real big team in Spain the Real Oviedo yes who uh, well they went and picked up three points last week didn't they they did yes they did um, a vital vital three points on Sunday evening I was there actually as as the, the match was being played. As I was going wild. Yes. That sounded like you're in uh yes, I was Lugo in watching the game. Lugo watching. Uh, he wasn't Real Vieto fans before you go off and try and wonder where he was. Um no we were watching it in, in his house actually, uh, as Chelsea and West Ham were kicking off. But yes, a brilliant win, so pivotal because of the way results were going and the way I slept the standings. Um so Real Oviedo are now eighth. They're Level with Granada, who are both on 53 points. Numantia are on 54 points in 6th. And Zaragoza on 55 uh, points in 5th. Plus Cadiz are 4th and 57. Yes, on this league is wild. It is, it's the best uh, non-senior league in Europe. I'll argue and fight with anyone who disagrees. It like, is. Oviedo are in 8th and they're 53 points. And Sporting Gijon are top. And they only had 61 points. <laughs> yeah, it's only 8 points that rates. Like, like, that's so, mad. Oviedo are playing gymnastic uh, this weekend. It's on Sunday at 7 o'clock. Uh, gymnastic, are, they're on, four, I think it's 42 points. They're a little bit down. I don't think they can get to the playoffs now unless somebody has a complete um, uh, malfunction. So, another massive game. It feels like for Oviedo now, and speaking to some of their fans, and hello, Jose and the lads, it feels like every week now is just a must win. It's almost like as if they're fighting for survival. Like as if they're trying to feign off, you know, relegation. Yeah. When it's actually, they're fighting for... Uh, Playoffs, what? Play, new life. Like, they get into La Liga and play against Atletico and Real Madrid and Barcelona and have the chance of making European football. All that there, crack. Yeah. Um, so, it's a different feeling, but... Really, it's it's so tense and so tight. Like you know what I went? I was wild. I went wild last week, yeah. and um, I scored eighty uh, second minute or something. It was very late on. Like it was too late on. Really, to be honest, yeah. you want to be seeing games out a lot quicker. So hopefully this week uh, we can pick up the points. Um, at home to Hymnastic with two games in a row now. I think we play Hymnastic at home in the Carlos Tartier, and then we play Valladolid. Uh, next Friday night so Sunday night at 7 and then next Friday night at 8 o'clock so that's my Friday night sorted uh, although I think I might have a marriage class to go to so that's just going to have to be put on hold because I'll be able to come first um, Who else got sorry just, uh, they've had a bit of a fall from grace haven't they I mean they were leading they were, they were looking like they were going to coast on and I know they have a game in hand and they can, <laughs> that is wild three teams that have could be in the same amount of points <laughs> <laughs> again um, yeah Rayo Vallecano um, has snuck in the second spot um, and Huesca are third on 58 points only three points behind them with a game in hand and like sporting automatic promotion could go to goal difference is that right like? yep or does it go head no to head? head to head I think it does in Spain Okay. And knowing that league, they've all drawn. <laughs> yeah. No, they've scored the <laughs> same amount of goals. And the same amount of goals. Who scored the goals first? <laughs> in what minute? Or have a six t- or three team playoff for the top two to go through? That'd be good. Yeah. Um, so, a big week for Oviedo. If you can, get watching and cheering on the lads because it, it's a good laugh. And when your team is saying playing in the Premier League or whatever, or 
different league and you get all that pressure because fans know who you are and you get the banter and the slagging yeah. it's much nicer when you can go watch a team that uh, you're not up against any rivals and they can leave you alone and your Premier League team uh, is not going to be playing on Sunday night at 7 o'clock yeah. and so, they might not have anything left to play for either True. as far as I'm concerned like Liverpool need 8 points to secure 4th but uh, the league Premier League's gone and, and see yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to wait for the European Cups the Court Champions League semi-finals and and that'll do and, and when they go out of that then it'll be all head steam ahead for Oviedo on the World Cup the World Cup I was going to say yes that should be good if the World Cup is half as good as what that week was in Champions League I mightn't survive it yeah we're in for a treat yes um, so thanks everyone for listening and um, downloading the podcast if you're on Twitter and even if you're not on Twitter head to the Football Blog Awards page and we'll post a little link up later as well now we're a bit late to this here the competition's been running I think for a couple of weeks and me being me and being a complete dingus, I missed it, uh, having you all voting. But it was really nice, and we're only a small little podcast that's just over a year old. Um, and the two of us, three of us, have been working quite hard on it the last couple of months to get it better and more regular. And it would be really nice if you could go on to the Football Blog Awards and nominate us for um, Football Podcast of the Year. We know we're going to get nowhere near winning it, but it's more just for us to get our name out there and get other people to notice us because we want this to eventually become a thing where this is our job. We're just talking about sport and football all dream. day and report on it. This is the, the dream for certainly two of us. The Emperor of Rome probably has um, thoughts of taking over some small country somewhere knowing him. He wants to uh, present the A-Kids. He wants to, he, yes, he wants to present the A-Kids. Um, but yes, go on to that. We'll put the link up later. As also, we mentioned the start of the podcast, go and do our competition and win yourself a Premier League. Uh, top of choice um, thank you very much Brenton thank you in uh, the the our, our own podmobile yes stealing the idea from the Spanish football podcast another brilliant podcast and having our own podmobile but see, tune in again next week we will have um, no doubt we'll have something up over the weekend some good stuff coming up some as good well. stuff coming up yeah with some good interviews coming up um, can I just say a big humongous well done to Stephen Forbes from the Northern Ireland Commonwealth Games team who went uh, over there and came ninth in the weightlifting, which is an outstanding achievement because Stephen hasn't really been doing weightlifting for that long. Um, and you'll maybe you'll hear from him very soon, actually, on onwards the sports bubble. Yes, and onwards and upwards, Stephen. Uh, very well done to you. So, see you again next week. Good luck. Yeah.